Welcome to Sports Analysis Network Niger Football. I'm your regular handcuff, Hamid Abdukarim. You can also call me Football Jurist. Yes, this promises to be a fascinating show as we shall be taking a look at the key games that went down in March 34 in the Nigerian Professional Football League. We shall be taking a look back at the Super Eagles trashing of Sao Tome and Principe by 10 goals to nail. We shall also be discussing Golden England. Yes, performances at the Waffle Under 17 Championship. With Undukan Badis men now progressing to the semi final, and they will be up against the baby elephants of Cote d'Ivoire. I shall not be walking alone on the show. I have with me Amza Halasa. Amza, it's good to have you back on the show. Sure, I have with me Amza Halasa. Amza, it's good to have you back on the show. Great, Abdul Hamid. Excited being on the show once again. Let's get going, Abdul Hamid. All right, let's get going. All right, let's get going. Yes, let's start from. The tabletop as yes, reverse United didn't go to Enugu for nothing as they held Enugu in just a barren draw. Now, stand, yes, with four games to go, reverse United now sit 10 points at the second place at United. A victory for reverse United next week will confirm reverse United as the champions of the league for the first time in club's history. Hamza. Undoubtedly, Abdul Hamid, after match day 34, Rivers United, Stanley Guma, two third boys have done enough to secure the trophy very first time, like rightly pointed out, in their history as a club. Congratulations to Rivers United in advance, who might just be in order, Abdul Hamid. <laughs> I mean, you're saying that we, I can see. I can't see the vibe in your in your tone. You must be disappointed with uh, Plateau United. Absolutely, Abdul Hamid. I'm not happy that Plateau United were not able to mount a real challenge because after match day 34, um, potential champions, a club side that would have wanted to mount a real challenge for the trophy would not be lagging behind by a whooping 10 points, Abdul Hamid. Reverse United sit at top with 71 points. Why Plateau United trail a distant second position with 61 points? 10 points in the Nigerian Professional Football League, Abdul Hamid, is massive. So I am not happy, but like the saying goes, we live to fight another day as Plateau United fans. Again, for the opting time, congratulations in advance is in order for the pride of Rivers, Rivers yeah. United Football Club of Port. That is Portmanship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, still talking about disappointment from Plateau United. Plateau United disappointed their fans this weekend as they were held to go, as they were held by Gombe United to a one hot draw. I mean, this is a side that had just won one in their last four games. I mean, it's no I mean, going by this result, it's no surprise that they are trailing Rivers United by 10 points. Yes, Abdul Hamid, the Savannah Scorpions, Gombe United, that's what they are called. Gombe United will be basking in the euphoria. They didn't win. They didn't get three points, but it's a huge, it's a massive result for the Savannah Scorpions. The last time I can remember Gombe United went to Joss, 
they were walloped by, I think, four or five goals to nothing. So for them to secure a point from just it's real kudos to them, Abdul Hamid. For Plateau United, they didn't do enough to get a win. Yes, they got the opener in the 60th minute of play. They were on the back foot for the next 10 minutes. That explains why Gwombe United got the equalizer in the 70th minute. And in the 84th minute thereabout, Plateau United had a penalty. Now Rod Silas, a dazzling midfielder, a good box-to-box midfielder, was not able to talk the ball home. That is how Plateau United missed a golden chance to at least close the gap between them and Plateau United to about eight points. He missed the penalty. The match ended one apiece. Uh, that is not the stuff. A team that had wanted to win the NPFL should be made of Abdul Hamid. <laughs> All right. Let's proceed. Yes, let's talk for the battle to finish in the Cup Champions League, please. We shouldn't forget, the first and second position will advance to the CAF Champions League qualifiers, while the third place team will advance to the CAF Confederations Cup qualifiers. Nothing for the fourth Confederations, uh, nothing for the fourth place team, unfortunately, because the fourth slot will go to the winner of the ITU Cup. So now, so let's talk about the teams involved. Let's start with Roma Stars. Roma Stars did themselves a lot of good after the yes, they defeated Lobby Stars by three goals to one. I'm sorry, before this year, I was thinking that it wouldn't be fair if Roma Stars finished third ahead of Enograngers, Eimba, and Quara United, considering the, the, the brilliant first half uh, they had in the league. Yeah, I agree with you to an extent. It will only be fair, but I agree with you advisedly, Abdul Hamid. The league is a 38-match day marathon. Um, you don't let your guards down until the final whistle after match day 38. If Remo Stars have done so well in the first few weeks of this season to have stayed atop of the league season, it behoves on them to have maintained that consistency to stay at least um, win matches, get, gather points to stay away uh, above other teams so as to get a continental bet. But again, let's quickly recall that uh, Bengal Bubonte, in one of the interviews he granted after they played against, I think, Sunshine Stars in um, Ikene, said um, the target for the season was to maintain their NPFL status. If they qualify uh, for the continent, that would be a bonus. So as it is, a modest achievement for um, Remo Stars would be staying uh, in the NPFL while qualifying for the um, Champions League will be a bonus. And no doubt they have done very well. But my point exactly, which I want to reiterate, is Remo Stars need to hold their own, need to do a, a lot in the remaining four matches as the league gets to its crescendo, Abdul Hamid. Aimba Football Club of Aba the veteran football club of Aimba of Aba, so experienced in the continent, and Rangers International Football Club of Enugu, also very experienced in the continent, are breathing down their neck, so they should not let their all, um, guards down. It was a good one this evening as they pummeled the pride of um, Benue, Lobby Stars Football Club of Makodi, by three goals to one. It's good for them, it's good for their confidence, but they should hold on so as to qualify. They can only, what can only be fair to Remo Stars is for them to do enough to get the points to qualify them for the continent. But again, I repeat, pitably, Aimba Football Club of Aban lost their match 
in the same uh, Ogun State this evening. So whatever it is, Remo Stars should just get the point so as to justify um, their sitting atop of the league table in the first few weeks of the NPFL Abdul Hamid. All right, thanks very much, uh, Amza. Yes, talking about all the other teams involved in this tug of war. Warai United defeated Sunshine Stars by a goal to me. That means they are now leveled on points with Enugu Rangers after Enugu Rangers couldn't get three points against Reverse United. Kora United Football Club of Ilorin, under the watchful eyes of the Super Eagle Sweat Merchant, Coach Jose Pacero, were able to nick, um, uh, nick the three points take when they hosted um, Sunshine Stars, like you pointed out. It's good for them. You recall again, Abdul Hamid, that they missed out of a continental place in the penultimate season by the Whiskers. So this one is also good for them. They should keep their heads up as we look forward to a photo finish for the third and Champions League position in the NPFL this season, Abdul Hamid. Yes, have confidence cup position. Yes, let's proceed. And interestingly, sorry, Abdul Hamid, interestingly, it would be a good idea to see veterans Keeper and uh, Dele Ayenu captured some years ago. It would be a bad one if we see Dele Ayenu, the veteran, coming back to play for a Nigerian club side in an um, Africa football club competition. Abdul Hamid, let's go. Yes, Dele Ayenu won the Cup Champions League with Ayenu in the 2012-2005 season. If I'm not mistaken, Amza, thanks for reminding us. Yeah. Let's move. You correct. Yes. Let's talk about the relegation relegation struggle. (laughs) It's getting interesting at the moment. If you take a look at the table, teams sitting on the third position, the twenth position, have realistic chances of dropping to the Nigerian National League. Uh, But let's talk about Dakada FC. I mean, Hamza, some. Some with bars that Kada FC were rock bottom, 19th position. They were dragging uh, the 20th position with MFM, with the Olukoya boys. But it seems there have been a change in fortune for the Aquaibon based team. And today, yes, in this match, they imagined 34. They defeated their header brother, uh, header brothers, Aqua United, by three goals to one. What a brilliant result for the Kada FC. Dakada FC, Abdul Hamid, like you have said, like you have highlighted, at some point looked destined for the drop. A team with character, they have shown it, Abdul Hamid. And I think if I am not mistaken, this is the very first time they'll be having the better of the promise keepers. Mm. Yes, of course. Yes, you are right. Aqua United Football Competition, Abdul Hamid. I think uh, Aqua United also won them in lifting the um, FA Cup in Aqua Ibom State that was concluded in the course of the week. So Dakada FC, and as we speak, they still have one outstanding match. We have played match the 34, and they have played 33 matches, meaning they have one match to go. Dakada FC, um, let me use your words, let me borrow the words. It will be very unfair considering what Dakada FC has done towards the end of the season in the last four, five, six match days to drop into the relegation zone. I tip Dakada FC to escape relegation in the NPFL 
2021-2022 season, Abdul Hamid? Yes, I'm that yes, team that had FC to retain that the international football league status come the end of the season. Yes, in other games, we saw MFM beat Continental hopeful by two goals to one, but that defeat that victory doesn't do anything to their league standing as they sit as they sit as they still sit rock bottom, they sit 28, they sit in 28th position on the league. At the moment, it seems that the MFM are destined for the drop. Peter Bli Abdul Hamid, um, MFM Football Club of Lagos, a modest club side, owned and run by the Mountain of Fire Football Club, football and Mountain of Fire Ministries, MFM will be going down to the NNL as it is. They, they rose to the occasion a little bit too late, Abdul Hamid. Yes, 16 points. Um, Okay, record. Okay, Abdul Hamid, too little, too late for MFM Football Club of Lagos, um, a very modest side. The average age of that team should be the lowest by my own reckoning in the NPFL. Very young boys. They did a lot. Um, let's say maybe they are not playing in their traditional home ground in Agege, contributed to quote and unquote their misfortunes this season. I won't say their banishment to Ijebode also contributed because if you look at it, they have played four matches in Ijebode, won three, drawn one. They've not lost any match in Ijebode. While when they were playing in Lagos at the Teslim Balogo Stadium, they lost matches, they dropped points, they dropped points against Rangers, they dropped three points against Rivers United, they dropped three points against Wicked Tories, they dropped three points against, I think, Sutin Stars Football Club of Ibadan. They also dropped three points against Ramos Stars Football Club of Ikene. So I won't say their fortunes or their problems were compounded, their woes were compounded by their banishment. No, it was rather a good and blessing in disguise for MFM Football Club of Lagos. But as it is, four matches to go, 12 points up for grabs. Let's see how MFM, let's see how many points MFM would grab from the available 12 points going into the next match day as they are guests to Sunshine Stars Football Club of Akure. But again, a little bit too little, too late for the Ulukoya boys, Abdul Hamid. Yes, it's too late for the Ulukoya boys, according to Hamza. Yes, uh, Kano Peters also fought bravely, but that wasn't enough. As they lost to the Warriors, Habia Weros by three goals to two. Yeah, Kano Peters are also fighting for their dear life. They sit in 19th position at the moment with 39 points. Hamza, if someone told you at the beginning of the season that Kano Peters will be battling for education, would you have believed? Abdul Hamid, I would have never ever given it a thought, Kano, because of the NPFL in the last seven, eight years or thereabout will be battling relegation. I would have said no. It was a five-good thriller in Okigwe um, as Abia Warriors hosted Kano Pillars. But Kano Pillars were able to score two goals, but they were not able to keep it tight at the back. They let in three goals. That explains why they were not able to take away a point from the southeastern states of, um, um, of Imo, um, precisely where Okigwe is, back to their base in Kano. Kano Pillars, unlike MFM, do, do still stand a good chance mathematically to escape the drop. But let's see how it pans out. But again, nobody ever expected. Yours sincerely, particularly Hamza, never expected Kano Pillars 
to be battling relegation. Their season has been filled with ups and downs. Um, they were banished to Abuja at some point. They were not playing in their home ground of Kano and a whole lot of things like that, coupled with the fact with what happened when they hosted Kasina United. Immediately, they returned to the NPF uh, and to their home ground, their traditional home ground in the NPFL, the Sanya Abacha Stadium in Kofarmata, Kano. Abdul Hamid, Kano Pillars, let's just hope this club that has the most vociferous and most passionate fans in the MPFL, as we st speak, stay in the MPFL. Let's see how it pans out in the remaining match, four match days, as we speak. Yes, Katsina United tried to find a way to a way for nothing, as he defeated by Atlant by a goal to Neil. Yes, student stars of Ibano in Bauchi didn't go, didn't go to Bauchi for nothing, as they held the tourists to a one hot draw, thereby doing, yeah, yes, they have, they have struggled to retain their Premier League status a lot of good. Yes, Amza, let's move. Let's talk about the national team. Yes, let's start from the Super Eagles of Nigeria. We saw the Super Eagles of Nigeria beat Southampton and Principe to stoop up by 10 goals to nil, that was Nigeria's highest defeat since the team got named Super Eagles of Nigeria. In fact, the last time Nigeria defeated someone, beat someone that badly was in 1959 when they defeated Daomi by nine goals to one. Amza, yes, it was just South and Principe, but then 10 goals, I mean, that was very fascinating. That is very loyable. It's something that you've seen from the Super Eagles. In fact, I said that never in my life had I seen, had I seen Super Eagles of Nigeria inflict such huge loss to another team. Abdul Hamid, it was a good one for the Super Eagles of Nigeria as they walloped, they mauled, they scandalized, they dealt a decisive blow by lowly rated, a team that is rated by FIFA in their FIFA in their rankings or by 100 and something. Uh, so it was a scandalous loss by Sao Tome and Principe out there in Morocco, the adopted home ground of um, Sao Tome and Principe. It's good, like you pointed out, it's the hugest, it's the biggest loss and biggest loss the Super Eagles had inflicted on any opponent, whether in Africa or anywhere it is. The last I can recollect in recent times was when they dealt decisively with Haiti in the 2011 um, Confederations, the 2013 Yeah, thank you, Abdul Hamid. Thank you very much for that. That is the last I can remember. It's good for their confidence, but again, they should not get uh, let it get the better part of them. They should not be complacent. Saltume and Principal, in the real sense of the word, yes, we had eleven players on parade. This is a country that had that barely has about three hundred thousand people. If you know Ali Mosho local government very well in Lagos, that do not make up to twenty percent of the people living in Ali Mosho local government area of Lagos State in Nigeria. So Saltume and Principal, as it were, is not a true test for the Super Eagles. But again, it's a country. Congratulations to Jose Pacero, his second um, win in on the bounce uh, out of four matches he has played. 
played, recall he has played for lost to one, two. Two of the matches he has fought are really competitive matches. So let's say he's getting it right at this point. Congratulations. And let's hope the Super Eagles consolidate on this win when their next qualifier for the African Cup of Nations comes calling. Abdul Hamid, again, congratulations to Yosef Pasero. Congratulations to the Super Eagles. And congratulations particularly to Victor Osimen, who seems to be banging in the goals and getting in the goodies. Let's hope he becomes one of the highest goal scorers of all time of the Super Eagles in the mold of Rashid Yakini and the rest of them, Abdul Hamid. Yes, thanks very much, Amza. Yes, Franklin Olisameka joins us belatedly on the show. Franklin, it's good to have you back on the show. Let's talk the Super Eagles of Nigeria. We are talking about their impressive outing in Morocco, where they defeated South Amerika Prisci by 10 goals to nil after the encounter. Joseph Passero came out to say that this is the most talented group of team of players that he has ever coached. Huh. What do you I mean? What, I mean what, what can you say about this? I, I definitely think he was not overstating when he said this is the most talented squad he has coached. I think he coached Venezuela, which we know like Spygos has a better team than. And we, we one thing for sure about the Spygos is that the talent is there. What we don't know, we definitely don't have star players that much. But in terms of talent, the talent is excessive in the Spygos squad. Even player, we, we know more than 20, 30 players that are not invited that can't be able to make a point of being in this Spygo team. And that is just how how much of a tough task this coach has in picking out the team that he's going to put on the pitch every match he has. So I'm sure he's definitely an overstating now. I believe what he said in that aspect. Have you been impressed from what you've seen from him so far? I mean, is there a departure from what we saw in that Ganeth Rock? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just like two serious matches we have played. Two serious matches with no oh, really not, serious not, opponents. No, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not calling the friendly games because I feel like the he did not really use the main score and he was really trying to experiment with some some players that he wouldn't really invite because we are not seeing this as in the competition now and we are not seeing many of the home base that he used in those two friendlies. But the two matches we have played now, which are competitive games, uh, I think they have done all right. All right. I mean, it was ten one, which is a record win for Nigerian football. But it was ten zero, which is a record win for Nigerian football. But, but it's still it's still just three points now. We need we need to see more matches. We need to see more matches to absolutely say that we're on the right path with this coach. Until we see like let me say 10 games and maybe we make a point in an actual tournament. That's when I can actually make a serious stand on this coach. All right, quickly let's talk about finally, let's talk about the golden English. Golden English, yes, have now advanced to the semi-final of the Wahoo Championship. Do not forget that the final is the two finalists in that competition were sent. West Africa in the African Cup of Nations uh, Youth Championship and the Championship. Yes, Unduka Mbadi's men, yes, defeated Ghana in the first match by four goals to two and they defeated Togo by three goals to one. Now they will be up against the baby elephant of Cote d'Ivoire. Yes, Amza, we can't afford, the boys cannot afford to let their foot off the gas at this moment because they need to get the job done by getting to the final. Absolutely, Abdul Hamid. They can't afford to take their eyes off the ball. Only two countries, the winners of the two semifinals, will be able to qualify for the championship proper for the whole of Africa. So as it is, 
Uh, it is we lost Amza. But one thing I want to do a whole lot more in their defense line. Three matches out of and three goals out of two matches is not good for their defense. Agreed, they have been able to score seven goals and at the same time concede three goals. But at times, this is football. The goals might not just come the way you have expected. So the best thing for you to do is to stop. If you can't score more, you stop the goals from going in Abdul Hamid. Let's hope the super or the golden eagles, as it were, will able to cross the um, baby elephants of Ivoria, of uh, Ivory Coast hurdle, and take a bed in Africa, Abdul Hamid. Uh, Franklin, very briefly, in just 30 seconds, I don't know you've seen these boys play. I don't even know whether you've seen their picture. I, I feel this is the closest we've been. We've been I mean, the real understanding players play for the golden eagles. These guys are very young. Yeah, I've definitely watched your highlights. I've, I'm pulling it up on Niger Bias Football on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I feel like these are these this is a kind of set of super eagles, a golden eagles that we are going that is going to make a name for us in the world. I'm not even looking at just the West African tournaments or the African championship that is coming up. I'm actually seeing them going to make a name for us in the World Cup because we have not really shown our wits in the World Cup since 2015. And we know we are the kings of that under 17 World Cup. And I feel like this is going to give us back that glory again. Mm. Yeah? Yes, I think I would be bored. Uh, I've, I've watched them play. I've watched them play. And one thing I'm certain about the, the attack is the attack from these boys is crazy. I feel like the talent in this team is massive. And they have a lot of players, even those coming from the bench. They have shown that they can be able to deliver and they are making a claim to even start games. Uh, the defense. Uh, the defense mentioned by um, the previous speaker. Um, I don't feel like the defense is really that bad. Obviously, we considering that attack is nearly perfect. We obviously have to talk something about them considering goals. But if you watch the second goal they considered against Ghana, it was a shambolic penalty covered by the referee. Which hmm. oh, all right, it seems we've lost connection with Franklin. Yes, guys, Franklin, thanks for coming. Amza, thanks for coming. This is where we shall be joining the parties on today's show. Do not forget that we shall return next weekend to discuss the latest news making the runs in the run, making the new, making the runs in Nigerian football, particularly. We shall be doing a review of my day 35 in the Nigerian professional football league. Mm-hmm.